Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of One Mic Night, the podcast that brings you stories of artists and people on their journey, helping to guide, answer questions, and motivate you in the business. Now, you already know who I am. I'm Marcos Luis. But here today, we are talking films and the challenges of independent filmmaking, along with one film in particular. The film is called Heart. It's a film about love, art, sex, and addiction. And I have two people that are working on the film. Josh Berensford and Noel Jordan, Joy Sorensen, excuse me. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. How you doing? Thank you so much for having us. And this is Timmy. He, he snuck down in the basement here. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> hey, Timmy. <laughs> 14. Listen, listen guys, I have questions. One. I have a lot of questions for you. <laughs> First of all, I want to start off with you, Noel. You are the writer, uh, producer, actor. You wear a lot of hats in this film. What is this film? Tell us a little bit about the film. Okay, sure. Um, Heart is a love story. Um, and without giving, I'm trying not to give too much away. Uh, it's about these two characters, Shame and Naomi. And um, the differences that perhaps pull them apart and the thread that may or may not keep them together. And it also deals with um, talent. And Josh's character is a very talented artist. And I do want to sort of touch on, I did secure the art of an artist that I love, Stephen Kerner. We're actually going to have some of his work in the film. Um, so it does revolve around some of the challenges of being an artist, but it is all about relationship and some twists and turns and things like that. I love that. Where did this, where did the story come from? Are you drawing from personal experience or is it something, just a subject you wanna explore or a little bit of both or what? Honestly, it, it, it started, I was prompted for screenwriting because of, believe it or not, a suggestion of a filmmaker friend of mine, um, Luke Bond, who I met at a film festival and he was saying, you know, you should you should write. So I have this other film that's longer and it's going to take more money, more time, etc. And he was saying, you know, why don't you write something shorter? And I immediately thought, well, what what I just sort of went into my meditation and this kind of came out of it, the, the, the inspiration for it. And then, you know, editing and layers and then more inspiration and waking up at 1.30 in the morning and voice noting yourself and then writing it the next day. And, and it kind of, it evolved. It was actually a longer film back in October. It was more like maybe a 15, 20 minute film. And now it's down to about seven or eight minutes because I'm just sort of sculpting it and making sure that it, it just tells the story, gives to the audience and Hopefully, no dead wood. Mm, I like that. I like that because, you know, all the things that I mentioned are things that are so relatable to people, to us where we are right now. You know, you're talking about love. We all want to be in love. We've all been in love. Or we want to be in love. You know, art always plays an important role in our lives. Creativity, you know, how we're drawn to art. Uh, sex. You know, need I say more about that? <laughs> and addiction, you know, which sort of could relate to all of them. 
Yeah. So yeah. I like how they're all intertwined. I want to bring Josh in on this discussion too. Like Josh, Bonafide Star, we know him from a lot of things. We know him from uh, HBO, uh, NBC, ABC. He was on FBI. Uh, Josh, how did you get on board with this project? Uh, actually, um, Noel and I were taking a master class together on auditioning. <laughs> Go figure. And uh, and then she was she helped me. Um, had a um, audition for Blue Bloods, and then she was helping me run lines for that, run lines, run lines, and I loved how patient she was with me uh, as we were running the lines. And uh, I actually got a call back for that; didn't get the part, but that's all right. Um, but I, I think I give a little credit to Noelle for getting me the call back. Um, but then she asked me, um, "Well, Noelle probably can answer this better because you um, <laughs> out, out of the blue, so." Somehow, some way, you were like, "Oh, he's perfect for this," but I forget like what what, what happened. So maybe Noel can take that. No, I was just thinking. I don't think I I wanted to work. I want. I loved working with him so much. Just running the lines after he got. He told me he got the call back, and I was so excited for him because I love when my fellow actors win. Um, and then he did, but but he had someone else that was up for an audition the same show, and he actually didn't work with. We didn't, we didn't like run lines or go over anything after the callback. I see two of my friends were um, for different roles in the same show. That would have been awesome if we all got to work together. But I was like, I mean, like, like best friends. Like it was really crazy. I was like, we're all going for the same episode. <laughs> but I secretly, I wanted to work with him again. And I was like, kind of like, oh man. Cause I thought he, he was just really great and fun to work with. I liked watching him work on his craft and then, well, I, I think she likes that I'm crazy and I have no filter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I really... As she gets to know me more, she's like, oh my God, you're perfect for this because we have sex scenes and I'm like naked. I'm like, I did it in Fort Lauderdale. No problem. You know? That's funny because how... how, how um, this time I won't how, need the Viagra though because we're not going to show all of that. <laughs> <laughs> how connected is that, you know, when you're an actor or when you're working in one field of, you know, the film industry, when you decide to make a film or you work on another project, how how do you, how connected is that? That you either call someone, hey, I know someone who can do this part, or hey, is that a big part of, of what you do? I mean, wait, are, are we, we're talking to me now, right? We're talking to both. Um, yeah, you. Oh, my thing, I'm, I'm in the middle of writing a, um, a like a, a short um, series, you know, like to put it on YouTube or whatever, and then if someone wants to pick up or whatever, but it's a, uh, the premise is a telepathic actor who's in a relationship with a very conservative person and they're kind of like the odd couple and their dog. It's called You, Me, and JP. But um, uh, as I was writing it, I, um, I pictured my friend Nora would be in the first scene with me. And um, it's a very interesting, <laughs> I'm not going to give anything away yet, but uh, this scene is hilarious. And right. it's, it's not that, PG. It's not PG. Let's not put PG. it that way. That's, that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. Laura, and then now I've made um, really good friends with uh, my friend Julie. And now I picture her doing it. So so I think it kind of, you just picture people that you know. Well, and it's good that we know actors, but, you know, I don't know. Is it the same for you, Noel? Well, I mean, it just depends. Um, and I, I think it's great to do the audition process if you're not sure, but it, it sure is helpful if you 
end up meeting someone and see their work, see how you work together. And if they really make sense for that role, he, Josh just really made sense for Shane. And then Natalie Roy had said, oh, you guys work well together. And I actually hadn't thought of it. The only thing I thought of was, oh, I really liked working with him, even just running the lines. It was really nice, you know, he's just a good actor. And, um, and then he helped me with some self tapes and someone, the, the Natalie who was running the uh, masterclass had mentioned that she was like, oh, you work well together. And all of a sudden, like the light bulb went off and I was like, wait a minute, I think he would be really good for Shane. But this film, just so you know, I, uh, I'm not gonna say anything. Actually, I'm gonna take that back. <laughs> That's okay. Where are you in the well, process? Well, this would be the third Go time ahead. I've been offered a role without having to audition. So thank you, thank you, thank I love that. I, I love, love that. that. Oh my God. Yeah. Auditioning is the worst. And that's that's kind of what I was it's getting at. How such often a difference you... of auditioning and actually having the role. So right. Two different things. Yeah. How often do you, you know, you meet someone or you get a role because based on them having seen what you've done or knowing your personality, you fit a role or they're writing something for you with you in mind. It's happened to me as an actor, you know, and I've gotten scripts because they know my personality or they've seen some work that I've done. And I was just curious if that happened with this film with you. Where are you in, in the process of this film? We're in pre-production. Mm -hmm. um, the producing end of it is very uh, prevalent right now and also prepping for the acting part of it. We have, we have a crew. And every day she sends me a rewrite. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I told her, I said, I'm, I'm going to have it memorized by the 28th. Are we done with the rewrites <laughs> But yes, I did send him one today. <laughs> that's but I funny. think that should be it. I just, <laughs> I care about... I'm just, I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. You, you have to know, Noel, when it's right. You have to know when it's right. Only you know. Exactly. And I mean, that's it's... hilarious sleep and then at 1 30 in the morning you wake up and you like see something and then you you know your voice owning yourself and you go through it and you're like no this is this is better this is better and what do I want you know what do you want the I think it's important I think what do you want to say and what do you want the audience to come away with what do I want to give here you know it, it kind of haunts you or at least for me like I thought it was done when I gave Josh the first script. Um, but then like, you know, then something like starts to like get at you, like this little nudge, this thing. And um, it kind of won't, doesn't go away. So I think it's like anything in the creative process. It's like, you could try to push it away, but if it keeps coming at you, eventually you're gonna either want to deal with it or just drive yourself or be very, I guess, walk go through life very disoriented or upset or something you know right. like, do it. it's weird i think it's, a, it's an interesting process for sure is this the first uh project you've written no that you'll bring to film okay no it's the but it is the first one that i'm filming and wearing all these hats i did write something that i was going to film the end of 2019 2020 my lead actor actually had booked something out in la and then decided to live out in LA. Um, and then of course, 2020 hit and everything was put on pause. 
but that that script i'm hoping knock on wood we're going to do that i'll do that after this because that that's just it's it's more involved there's more locations there's more actors there's more shoot dates there there's a feature right full length no, I have features actually that I'm working on, but I'm not. I'm not touching them. Oh, that one is it? Oh, I thought it was. Okay. No, I have features. This is a, but it's it's a longer short. This is a short short. That the one, the other one is going to be like 20, 25 minutes. But it's a story I want to tell. You know, it's not like, I mean, there's a lot of ways that short films I think get inspired to be made right a lot of times sometimes actors are like let me make a short film i'm not doing anything right now i want to i want to keep working you know on my craft and have my feet in, that, in it or you know maybe they want to do something for a reel and and that's all legitimately wonderful um but these are stories i again god will like knock on wood if it's if it's meant i want to get it out i want to get it out completely out of my body out of my mind and yeah, so like that. that one, and then the the features I have, I have I have a couple that I've I've started, but you know it's hard. It, right now, I need to get this in the can, get it done, and then I can focus on writing for a little bit. You know, before maybe going back out there and you know financing this other short that I would like to do as well before hitting a feature. But yeah, what are you what are you finding in your uh, in your journey? wearing all these hats what is there something that sticks out to you like are you loving the producing party loving the writing party you loving the acting party you loving the I'll, I'll i'll tell you the truth it's it's a weird thing. the control addict in me loves it she just loves it she's like oh great i can control everything i'm casting i'm gonna figure out the money i'm gonna figure out <laughs> i can take the crew myself you know like all that kind of stuff right that's really exciting, and and I do. I happy to know her because when I do my project, I'm like Nicole. Will you be a producer for me, please? Oh, we call again. We talked about this. <laughs> it's a thing. Nicole. Oh right. my God, Noel. Why do I keep saying um, Nicole? I'm just let's just make this public right now. This is a general. Oh, sorry, Noel. I know somebody on like I remember I was on Luke Cage and I was talking to one of the wardrobe. Uh, ladies and her name was noelle and spelled it the same way as mine and we had the best conversation about noelle's are notoriously called nicole's it, oh, okay good it's not just me really yes it's fine i keep calling her nicole i've done it a couple times now it's all good it's, i wouldn't even have noticed her unless you just say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a thing i it doesn't you know i'm just saying you know since we're here i'm, I'm noelle <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so the control. Actually, no, I've already sang it to her. Noel, Noel. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I like it. <laughs> um, beautiful person, Noel. Oh so, yeah. So I'm very glad to call you a friend now. I and I feel the same about you. Josh is a really great person, so I'm really glad I I know him and he's involved in this. Um, yeah. So the control freak, yes, loves it. Um, the part of me that likes to be a little manic loves it, you know, manic as far as workaholic kind of thing. Um, but it can get overwhelming. And in the beginning with each step, you know, but I thought about that actually, Marcos, and I'm thinking like as an artist, cause everybody here is an artist. I feel like there's always a little bit of overwhelm when we're about to 
be vulnerable and yes. you know like if you're looking at even just the acting aspect like you know you want to do a good job and it can there's always that moment of fear against faith absolutely absolutely I've been in it 20 years i still get nervous and i tell um because i coach online too um new new actors and i tell them like the nerves never go away. And I've, and as I've been watching, I watch a lot of like American Idol and shows like that. And, and um, it was Carrie Underwood was on there um, um, mentoring them. And, um, and they said, what do you do about the nerves? She said, I still get nervous. She said, and I think that's a good thing. She said, because I care. You know, she's like, I want to do it right. And I want to give them a good show. So I still get nervous. Right. She said, that's just something you just live with. They're all, they'll always be there. And if they aren't there, then then you need to question what happened to my Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And it's how you direct that energy of the fear into either your performance or what you're doing. And I think, you know, along with you- I, I say, I, 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 my advice is I call it that. Well, um, I watch a lot of, um, I don't know if any of you guys have heard of Amy Jo Berman. She was on- Yes. But yeah, she has great advice, a lot mm -hmm. of free advice. Yep, a lot um, of free advice. I watch a lot of her webinars, whatever. And she said, um, yeah, it's your crazy roommate in your head and she said she said and they're not going to go anywhere they're going to be there but you have to just put them in the passenger seat and you're in the driver's seat so your nerves are that crazy roommate in your head and they're going to be there but you're driving you can't let them drive right I, 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 i'm like i'm, I'm all these self-help guru things all this stuff i got my crystals that i hold and yeah, like, no, it's so true. It's a it's a whole psychological thing that oh you've created God. in your mindset own mind. And acting yeah. is like, oh, yeah. yeah, you have to have a good mindset or you'll go crazy. Right. You absolutely do. Josh, you have any uh, desire to do any of those things? Like do your own independent film or work? Or Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm, I'm writing the little um, series uh, called You, Me, and JP. And uh, it's... I, I want it to be, I want it, there's definitely shock value. And, and that's just, I don't know. I, I, I've always, I, I like comedy and I never get, I never get to go for any comedic roles, really. Um, very, very seldom. I'm always a killer or a hitman or a racist <laughs> or a bad cop, a detective. Like I never get to go for anything comedy. And I, people always tell me how funny I am. And I think I'm kind of funny. Like I have a good sense of humor, and uh, and I just started writing this script. I don't know. Um, I forget where the idea came from. But I'm, I'm going to tell you the first. Um, let me let me tell you the opening scene, and then you tell me if this if this is going to go somewhere. So it's um my the the conservative um, husband comes home. It's it's a gay couple, me and my um, my black husband. Um, I'm kind of basing it kind of off of my life, but not really, like I'm taking it further. Um, and he's coming home and he's very conservative, like come home in a suit and tie and whatever. And he hears, ah, 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 coming. He's like, what the hell? So then he comes in, he opens the bedroom door and it's me getting pegged by a woman and she's with her boobs all hanging out and she's pegging me <laughs> for real. She's pegging me. And there's a camera crew there. I'm an actor. And he's like, he's like, he's like, Josh, what, the, what are you doing? I'm like, cut. <laughs> and I get all irritated. I tell him, I'm like, cut. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, he's like, but she's really fucking you. I'm like, I'm method. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have telepathic powers. 
And so then I turn on my, my, and I tell him from my mind to his mind, I'm like, just leave and take the dog for a walk. And then he's like, okay, well, come on, JP, let's go for a walk. And then he leaves. So I have that power. So I, I don't know. I'm just, and I haven't, that's, I just have the first episode. That's it. And it will be that. And then I have some other scenarios, but I, I don't have like the whole, like, where is it going to go story, but I'm, I'm still working on that. But I don't know. What do you think? I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious too. Um, yeah. I mean, the whole scene, I'll just, and I'm so irritated. I'm like, cut. I'm like, why? What are you doing? <laughs> Keep us informed on uh, how it develops. Oh, and I love the line I wrote um, um, whenever I'm like, I'm like, last looks, touch ups. And then she's like, she's like, can you, can you put some powder on my tits or sweaty? <laughs> I don't know where I come up with this stuff. Noel, good luck with me on set. <laughs> So Noelle, how can we help you with the film? Um, well, one of the things that we're still in is production. So we do have a crowdfunding campaign going on right now um, for Heart the Movie. And I don't know if you can get those links up. But Absolutely will. Yeah, it'll be in the notes of the episode. Yeah, no, I mean, anything that people donate uh, goes to the film. It goes to production, post-production. Um, you know, just some of the like external drives, things like that. And uh, we're giving back. We have some- She has some amazing like prizes and gifts. Yeah. Some good swag and incentives and things like that. Wow. Really cool stuff for the raffle that we're, we're gonna have, giving away a lot of different, really nice things that we've gotten from some amazing generous sponsors and premiere tickets, because we are planning on hitting the festival circuit. But actually, Josh Marcos has just finished hosting the yeah, Harlem. Harlem International Film Festival, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was- Yeah, uh, that looked nice. I saw your pictures on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, that was a three-day live and two-week uh, virtual. So oh, wow. I did all the virtual talkbacks with the filmmakers online too, and yeah, it's amazing. And this is, this is what I, I like to do because I want to create a film community, you know, actors, filmmakers, and that's why I have this podcast so we can all get together and we can get the message out there. A lot of people don't even know what it takes to make an independent film. People just think that, oh, you know, one day you come up with an idea, you go out, you shoot it, and it's, you know, here's the film, and then it's done. It's finished. That's the end of it. But that's not what happens, you know. There's a lot more to it, a lot more. You know, whether you're on the acting side, whether you're on the production side, there's so much more that's involved and that's why i wanted noelle to tell us you know a little bit about the role the roles of festivals right like, I've, I've gotten in what? trouble with that just trying to help out with films and they're like what are you doing i was like what i'm just trying to help they're like you can't do that you can't send that da, da, da. i was like oh sorry. right no no yeah uh, a lot of roles when it comes to the festivals it's like a whole etiquette they want to premiere it at the festival before you can let like your your don donation people see it no one Absolutely. can Nobody can see it. It can't be on YouTube. It can't, you know, nope. no, yeah. People want to have world premieres. People want exclusivity. You know, there's so many factors that go along with it. Yeah. And, um, you know, also just traveling with the film. Once you get the film made is fantastic because you go to places where you're premiering your film and you meet, you're in a community of filmmakers. You often get jobs from that on other films. Yeah. And so it's, we were it's just saying that journey. Didn't it? work begets work. Yes, absolutely. It does. Absolutely. My, my whole world has, I feel like it's expanded since this project. I really mean that. And I don't think that would have happened if I had let someone else 
like I I'm glad that I that I decided to take it on on that many levels not because it's all about me but because it's such a growth experience it absolutely absolutely not just as an artist like I feel like I feel like I'm becoming a different person because of making this film say it you're you're finding out who you are you know in terms of your writing what you want your message you know how you tackle situations how you deal with people relating to the film like there's so many levels and so many things you learn in doing it absolutely yeah. my yeah, dealing with her diva co-star <laughs> but it, you know what but it is about it is about honoring different people and Absolutely. their because it is a community it is kind of like a family even if it's a consider it a temporary family and then hopefully a lifelong friendship you know knock on wood i mean i like building bridges and keeping them built you know so i mean like it it does kind of like yeah, it expands everything, and it lets you see your stuff. Because you know, one of one of the best times of my life was that five weeks in Turks and Caicos doing Dante's Cove. We were like, because it was we met for family. It was like family meal, like meal times and whatever. It was it was amazing. Like the bonds and friendships you make, they've kind of teetered away over the years, but um, no, but in any amazing at the time, yeah. On any level, working on a film set, I don't know if people. So, you know, uh, people that might not have ever done any acting or been on a film set, but I know like even for like something like Luke Cage, where like if you're if you're on a film set two or three days a week for like a six month period, you you become attached a little bit in a weird way. You do. Yeah. Definitely. It becomes a family. Like yeah. A hours when you're there you're there all day that's what's rough about just doing the co-star roles going in for one day or two days it's like you're like the outsider you're like hey everybody i'm gonna even stretch thanks it a little further me, thanks for letting me play with you all right bye like, yeah even if you're just doing you know like uh, a couple of days background work you yeah. know on a film set or a tv set just being open and talking to people while you're there i've gotten two independent films and a stage production in two days just oh, from talking to people as a I background actually, actor. I'm, I'm you know? that guy. I go and talk with the background yeah. actors because I'm bored. Like, you know, it's always hurry up and wait. So then I'm like, I go and sit with the background actors and talk, like chatting right. it up. And you have to be. And then, then they confuse me for background. I'm like, not background. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm the star. <clears throat> I'm first team. Co-star. <laughs> No, but, but you're absolutely right. And, and, you know, it's a learning process and, you know, and you have to be open to learn and, and you know, there's so many things that you do learn along the way. Yeah, it's a lot. It's right. wonderful, but it is a lot. It's definitely, it's a full-time experience. I feel like I think about this film and I work on something with the film. Like there's no days off. You're giving it a lot of heart. Right. There you go. <laughs> See? That's right. Oh, apropos. Yeah unintended that's it what's the one thing that you want us to know about this and then we'll wrap it up for everybody because i want everybody to jump in and help where you can um i think i well this film has a voice but if you supporting and being a part of creating something for independent filmmakers female filmmakers um, you know, not that I'm getting on a soapbox about female filmmakers, but I, I think it's important that voices get heard. And the reality is, is that it is a community and even the fundraising, it is a community and it's, 
the energy behind it when we come together to create something is an incredible, I mean, if you're even into karma, good energy and being a part of something that ultimately is going to have a message for people, hopefully they're going to go away with this and really think. And the thing with the fundraising, like I'm at my limit of friends on Facebook. So if everybody pitch five dollars, five dollars, right. we're there, you know? So and I'll, I'll piggyback on that too. Even yeah, if you just, can't just, pitch five dollars or one dollar, just share the link. Share the sharing link. the information exactly. because someone yeah. else may be able to jump in and help. Yeah, it's not That's cheap. how you help the independent artists. Right. Yeah. It absolutely is not. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you guys for spending some time here and talking about your new film. This is Noel Joy Sorensen, Josh Berensford. The film is called Heart. It's a film about love, art, sex, and addiction. Please, the link will be in the episode of this podcast. Go in, support this film. Like I said, if you don't have the money, just share the link. Somebody else will help. This is an independent film. Also, make sure you check out season two, episode three of One Mike Night Podcast and check out the full interview with Josh. Josh stopped by the show in my season two, so you'll hear his whole story. I want to thank you guys all for joining me for One Mike Night Podcast. My name is Marcos Luis. You can follow me at M-A-R-C-O-S-L-U-I-S. You guys, you want to tell us how we can follow you? Uh, on Instagram, I'm at Big Star Josh. And on Facebook, it's just my name, Josh Barris. And Facebook, it's Noel Joy Sorensen. And Insta, it's Noel J. Sorensen. So, and and there you go. I got rid of. It's too toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you can I'm sure you probably know where I stand with my politics. And, 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 <laughs> so you I can got, find I'm, this. I'm like I try to keep a positive, a positive light, and you just can't do that on Twitter. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard on Twitter. Oh my god, people out there are nasty. I'm like, I'm like, hey, bunch of numbers and no pic and picture of a cat. Like, <laughs> that's it. The show is called One Mike Night Podcast with Marco Solis. Also, make sure you check out One Mike Night Talk, my other podcast, with screenwriter Ashley Elizabeth Green and number one Boston Nova singer Liz Menezes. That's on the One Mike Night YouTube, and you can find that on all digital platforms. Thank you for joining me for One Mike Night Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye.